Hey, welcome to Intentional Living. We're going to talk in-laws today. (laughs) And I'm chuckling because I know sometimes in-laws get a really bad rap. And sometimes, uh, come on, we deserve it as an in-law. How can we be better at this thing of being an in-law? Because we're family and we want to make it work. And today, here at the Intentional Living Center, we're going to open the the phone lines uh, for you to call and share your comment on our storyline with the question, have you been successful? As an in-law, what one thing have you done? Or you want to leave a question for me, that'd be cool as well. But we have callers already lined up to get to here in just a few minutes. Talking about in-laws and God's intention for in-laws. We see a biblical example of uh, one that worked beautifully. Uh, There's submission, there's uh, humility, there's sharing, there's honesty. And, you know, when you bring uh, families together in an in-law relationship, sometimes it uh, can be difficult. So again, if you uh, want to leave a comment, how have you been successful? One thing you've learned, or maybe you're hurting and you just want to share a question with me, 888-888-1717 is the phone number, 888-888-1717. By the way, don't forget to get your free devotional. Just go to theintentionallife.com slash OTD, the one thing devotional for those of you who are calling to share with me. And uh, again, we'll give you that information when you call. All right, Barbara's on the line from New Mexico with a question. Barbara, go right ahead. I have a wonderful mother-in-law who, um, she is a very devout Christian, and I love her for it. The problem that I have is that she is also very controlling, so she impedes in her all of her kids' lives, and I just don't know how to overcome that controlling behavior. Mm. Hey, listen. Uh Bottom line is there have to be boundaries in place. And I, and I will add this. W- when we get married, I believe very strongly the Scripture tells us clearly in Genesis 2.24 about leaving and cleaving. And when a husband and wife stand together in agreement, hopefully, prayerfully, you can approach mom or dad on either side when it needs to be together as a team and just say, hey, some lovingly put some boundaries in place. Mom, we love you. You're not going to change mom. Mom's been around on this earth a long time. And if she's controlling today, she'll be controlling tomorrow. You're not going to wave a wand and say, we had a talk and mama's healed. You know, Uh, once a controller, come on now, let's just be blunt here. Once a controller, maybe you'll get into recovery, but the reality is once a controller, it's hard to break that, that cycle in life. So it, it requires you, uh, Barbara and your husband, your husband, it's key because it's his mom, right? To, uh, to put some boundaries in place. You, you, you tolerate a little bit, you accept some, but at the end of the day, um, you, you two have to stand together. That's what intentional living is all about. How have you handled that? How have you, how have you handled that controlling maybe father-in-law, mother-in-law, sister-in-law um, in a loving way? Has it worked? Phone lines are open. This is In-Law Day on Intentional Living, 888 17 is the number. Benet is in Washington with a question. Benet, go right ahead. My question is that I have a problem with a son-in-law and his family, Uh and I don't approve of his family's lifestyle, and they're influencing my grandson. So this is your daughter. Your daughter married into a family that you don't approve of how they live. Yes. What does she think about the lifestyle of her in-laws? She is accepting. She's just trying to maintain a marriage. 
And so their marriage is in, in stress as a result of some of this? No, it's fine. The marriage is fine. I just don't like the lifestyle. Well, uh, Benet, with due respect, we've got to know what our role is. We're in-laws. You know, we're grandparents now. Um, and to know our place, I think that's the question. What is the place of a grandparent I think, and an in-law? I think it's to support. It's certainly to love and help. Um, I think young people are wise when they ask for advice. I think sometimes in this generation, because, because there's been so much technological changes, the younger generations are more technologically savvy. And that can be, that can be mistaken, I think, for young people who maybe with, when they look at their seniors, like they're not up to date, you know, they're not with it. Missing the fact that there's a lot of wisdom from years of experience there. They may not be able to be as quick with the, the digital world as you are, but they may be much quicker when it comes to the wisdom world than you are. And so I would say to you, Benet, I hear your heart, but you, you know, you've expressed yourself, you need to pray and back off. Listen, you can win a battle and lose a war. I've seen that happen in in-law relationships. Win a battle, lose a war. Very difficult place to be in. All right, come on in. You're weighing in on this. I see the calls. We'll get you on the line as you call, 888-888-1717. We have, let me see, Nicole is on the line in Arizona with a question. Nicole, go right ahead. Uh, My question was, um, I had an issue with my ex-mother-in-law, you know, thinking that people were against me and everything. And uh, I'm back in a situation where, it's healthier. I have myself um, more together. And, you know, I found myself. Um, I kind of live by the serenity prayer every day. And now, while well, things have opened up for, it's not only for my daughter, but for myself, too, to where that relationship with my ex-mother-in-law is actually growing and actually better. Um, but I have, you know, negative comments, you know, from my mom thinking that, oh, that's not a good idea. You know, maybe you shouldn't be talking to her still. And I think, you know, in the past, with the situation that happened in the past, I think, okay, you know, that was right, you know. So your daughter, that's her grandmother. That's her grandmother, exactly. And your mother is opposed to having, you have a relationship with your ex-mother-in-law or your daughter having that kind of relationship with the other grandma? Right. Is, is there any reason other than her feelings about her? I think from the past situation, because um, I got out of a situation where there was drugs involved, and I went through classes. I did everything that I um, had to do, and I took that all the way to the fullest, and I accomplished everything. I finished everything. That case got closed. And now I feel like I'm a lot healthier, and you know, and I feel like the relationship actually grew stronger for me and my ex-mother-in-law. And when I try to explain that to my mom, it's just like, no, you know, you need to realize how she did you in the past and, you know, this and that. And, you know, I, I, can, I can put myself in my mom's feet, but at the same time, you know, I don't want to hold grudges either against anybody. Yeah, listen, I, what I hear, Nicole, is your mom's been a mama bear. She's trying to protect you. She knows the hurt you've been through, and she hasn't quite caught up with the fact that you've changed and grown and, and uh, are healthier today. Now, if there's any truth in that, you need to be more receptive of what mom's saying. On the other hand, this is, seems to be more of a mother-daughter issue than a mother-in-law issue. And I, I think maybe what I would encourage you to do is sit down with your mom and say, Mom, I love you and I understand. I fully embrace your concern. I understand it and I'm well aware of the consequences. I'm aware of my past and so on. But I've changed. I've grown up. and I, I need, Here's what you need to say to your mom. Mom, 
And hopefully this will make a difference. It would make a difference to me if I heard this. It really would. Mom, I need for you to trust me. Okay? In other words, I need for you to know that I'm all grown up. I've made mistakes. Here's where I am. But you got to trust me. And that's a very loving but also an intentional approach. You're listening to Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of listeners just like you. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. We are Intentional Living, and we'll be right back. The words we choose are important. Jesus' words speak to the essence of who He is, as our words are a reflection of who we are. So what do the words we choose to live by every day say about us? In Dr. Randy's teaching, Words Are Transformational, you'll learn to choose a word for the year that will define who you are and how you'll live. As a new year starts, support Intentional Living with a New Year's gift of $50 or more. When you give, we'll send you the teaching and we'll throw in the Growth with Gratitude journal that will help you build gratefulness to God and others into your everyday life. We'll email you this month's exclusive teaching and other intentional living tools each month. To receive this month's teaching and make your gift for the new year, call 888-888-1717 today or visit theintentionallife.com. That's theintentionallife.com. All right, let's go back to the phones. We're talking in-law relationships today, and in particular, do you feel like they're strained? Do you you like to see them improve? You have a question for me? Let's talk. Sarah is in Michigan. Sarah, go right ahead. You're on the air. Hi. I just kind of wanted to call um, in regards to the um, woman that had called in. um, With Barbara? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, with concerns about how um, I think it was her mother-in-law was overbearing or she loved she said my she said my mother my mother-in-law is wonderful but <laughs> she <laughs> wants to control everything and everybody yes um i guess my comment just for that is um i had a mother-in-law and um she was the same way she was wonderful but she wanted to be involved in everything like called several times a day was over every day and you know there were times where um it got overwhelming and we lost her a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And I guess my advice to her is cherish it because they're not always going to be there. And I know it's hard, but sometimes you just have to bite your tongue. And there is a line there for sure, but um, cherish those moments. Mm-hmm. So when you look back, do you have some re- some regrets you wrestle with, Sarah? Or is it, it just um, you're, you're thankful that you moved in the direction you did? I think both. Um, you know, at the time, it wasn't anything hurt. Losing yeah. her wasn't, we weren't prepared for it. Um, so it was just, yeah, it's things that I look back on and think all she wanted to do was be with us or know what we were doing or, mm-hmm. you know, be involved in it. And it's, when you think of it, if I could have her here, you know. Amen. So That's powerful. You know, I tell people that, we judge ourselves by our intentions. Yeah. But we judge others by our expectations. And uh, what I hear you saying is her intentions were good. Yes. And sometimes they don't always match what an expectation is. And being able to talk about that is, is important in, in relationships. 
she, she made the, I think the most important point. Some people, I mean, come on, we're all people. We can rub each other wrong, but we're family. And uh, those of us who've lost family, those near to us, recognize that we have to cherish every moment. It is a gift from God. Okay, uh, speaking of that, let's go to uh, Felix, uh, who's uh, going to share with us from uh, Maryland. I think he has a story to share. Felix, go right ahead. Hey, Dr. Randy. I only have a mother-in-law, and she recently passed away on the 18th. My wife is a nurse, and I'm retired, and we had um, a strange relationship for about five to six months, and then uh, we, we forgave each other, and we mended uh, in January. But my mother-in-law ended up coming home, and she passed away here at our home in hospice with us. And having that intimate time with her and being able to read for, with her the Bible for months on end, it was awesome. And I just tell people when I was talking to her, just one-on-one, the most important thing we were talking about is what's the most important thing that you would give back, and it was time. Time with others, time to do things, time to forgive and make amends. And it was an awesome time to, to fellowship and worship with her in her last times. And to have even the last breath with her being held in my hands, it was awesome. You can't get time back at all. Once you lose it, it's gone. And there's just no time to, to be unforgiving. Mm. All right. Thank you, Felix. Appreciate uh, your call from Maryland. Time is precious. You know, when we talk about in-law relationships we, and we speak of knowing your place, we understand that the place of an in-law is to support and love and not to butt in. I don't see that in Scripture. It's very clearly that families to leave and cleave a couple is to build their family, and the role of all the in-laws is to, to support and encourage the success of the ones that we love in the relationships that they have chosen to build. Now, you may not always approve of the person they chose to marry or the family they married into. You may not agree with the lifestyles of the people in the families that your, your uh, son or daughter chose to go into. But it is your responsibility and mine to support the one that we love that entered into those relationships to be successful. We do that by not controlling. We do that by not offering advice when it's not welcome. And I think all of us who are in-laws have probably been guilty of that at times. And acknowledging that is powerful. Knowing when to speak up and, frankly, knowing when to shut up. And how to do that is not easy. And respecting the differences. But I'll tell you what, to me, it comes back to the fact that the, the husband and the wife have to be one and everything else has to be supportive or excluded. I really think that's important. It's not easy to do, but it puts stress on uh, relationships when it doesn't happen. You're welcome to join us. We're talking in-laws today. Give us a call, 888-888-1717, and uh, we'd love to get you on the line. Let's go to California. Suzanne is on the line in California with a question for me today. Suzanne, go right ahead. I would like to know how I can approach my mother-in-law without offending her when I want to speak with her um, about something important and get her to understand without overreacting. Um, is she a big she, overreactor? Um, she is 
87 years old. Her husband just passed away, and she came to live with us. And um, we have had a pretty good relationship, but since she has moved in with us, um, we've gotten to know each other a little better. (laughs) And I'm actually in the nursing field and work with senior citizens all the time, so... But they're not related to you. No, no. (laughs) What I hear, Suzanne, is a very loving, caring nurse. You want the best with your mother-in-law. She's living with you now, but there's some things that are bugging you that you want to talk about. Um, yeah. Bottom line is there's some things that are bothering you that need to be addressed now that she's living in the house with you. Right. One thing, very important, she's not a Christian. And that has been a very sore subject. Matter of fact, sometimes we'll be in my car and she has claimed she doesn't hear very well. But as soon as I have my Christian radio on, um, she says, turn that down, that's too loud. She had a healing on her, on her hearing when she hears Christian she radio. like collective hearing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now let me ask a question. Where is your husband in all this? Is he hiding out? Or? Uh, yeah, that's a good word. He's actually, there's only two siblings, my husband and the sister. And we inherited her mostly because my husband, he's retired and he's with um, mom-in-law all day, and I work part-time, and um, when I get home, the magic begins. <laughs> but see, what's going to happen, Suzanne, is this is going to move from a in-law problem to a marriage problem. It, it, and it kind of has. And, and you're going to have to step up at that moment and recognize that you and your husband have to be in agreement. What's interesting is I'm hearing these calls coming in, and those on the comment line, a lot of it has to do with mother-in-laws and the daughter-in-law. It's kind of interesting. And, and there's a principle here. Because I, I talked, I talk, Suzanne, about your husband hiding out. I mean, it, it's kind of a word picture. I think sometimes we're afraid of our parents. But in a relationship, this is why I come back to how God ordains this. Family is to be supportive and loving. We're all weird people. Come on, we're all different. We got plenty. There's not a, there's not a quote, normal family on the planet. Okay. We all can have, we all have the, the uncle, you know who, or the aunt, you know who, or the mother-in-law, you know who. They're just, we're just people. We're fallen people. And that's why I come back to the husband and wife. You guys have established a family. You need to put in healthy boundaries. But you know, sometimes because of the people you love, you, you have to accept some things that just kind of, you wouldn't normally accept from somebody else, frankly. And to what degree that's going to be individualized for every couple. But when we get very rigid in our relationships and we get back to this expectation thing again, their intentions are good, your expectations are different, it creates all sorts of dynamics in relationship. But there are times, like in your case, Suzanne, where you need to sit down with mother-in-law, and I would encourage your husband to do that because he's the son, he needs to take the lead with this and just set some healthy boundaries. Mom, you know, this is the way we run our home and this is you know important to us and we love you, but this is the way it's going to be. Setting those boundaries, doing it lovingly is a part of the process. Boy, that's a lot easier to say it on the radio than to do it in behind closed doors with your, with your mother or father-in-law. All right, 888 Am I crazy or am we on target here? Got a question or comment? Love to hear from you. 888 
Words are so transformational in life. In fact, Jesus is called the Word in John 1.1. In the beginning was the Word. Why is he called the Word? I love what John Piper says. He says, what God had to say to us was not only about what Jesus said, but who Jesus was and what he did. In other words, our goal should be that our words, or that one word that we pick for 2023, is really a reflection of who we are. And so as you think about one word for this year, I pray you'll pick a word that really is transformational and represents who you are at your core, something that you're growing into as a follower of Christ. One word for 2023. So many of you have told us what your word is, and I hope it will be meaningful to you. Uh, that's the teaching this month, by the way. We've sent out to our uh, Intentional Living community all across the country, both uh, by email, video, and audio, and a few of you still receiving CDs. But we'd love to have you come and be a part of this journey with us. We really do. I want to get to know you. We want to be able to minister to you, encourage you, mentor you, come alongside. And uh, the way you can be a part of this is uh, say you're going to pray for us and if you could join us in financial support every month, that would be so appreciated. Whatever God lays in your heart, we don't set some standard or some absolute number. We just know that God will move in the hearts of some who can give, but your monthly support matters. I hope you'll come and join us at theintentionallife.com. Typically about a dollar a day, $30 a month is what people uh, do. That's our, about our average, and we love it that way because everybody gets a piece of the ministry in helping us reach more people for Christ. So again, uh, you can either go to theintentionallife.com, click on donate, or call us here at 888-888-1717, and press number two. It'll take you to our staff during regular West Coast business hours, uh, where we'd love to have you uh, join in. If you'd like to talk to our staff, again, 888-888-1717, and press number two, taking you to our staff during West Coast business hours. Or anytime, you can go to theintentionallife.com. Talking in-laws today, and we're going to get back to our calls. I think next we're going to go to Mike, who's on the line from Arizona. Mike, uh, welcome to the program. Appreciate your call today on in-laws. I uh, want you to go right ahead. Hello, my name's Mike. My question is, my in-laws are amazing. Um, my wife comes from a good uh, Christian family. My family, not so much. And... My mom has a difficult time embracing my wife. Um, ever since we got married, I would hear things like, I'm your mother, I'm supposed to be number one, and I would have to explain to her, no, my wife is number one. The two shall leave father and mother and become one flesh. Like, my wife is number one, and uh, I still have an obligation to take care of you. But my wife is the most important person and takes priority, and um, my mom just has a hard time having a normal, healthy relationship. She spends money on people rather than actually being able to just sit down and talk and have a meaningful relationship. She never takes an interest to know my wife because of that. So it's much easier for her just to buy something for my wife rather than to actually sit down and get to know her. And I live in Tucson and she lives in Missouri, and so um, we don't see her very often. And she's coming for a visit, so I was just trying to find out what are some ways that my wife can try and build that bond, even though my mom doesn't make much of an effort. To you do know, that. people express love, Mike, in different ways, and maybe your 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 mother's love language is gifts and practical things, and I call them hand people—people people who do things. They get things done, 
And so for her, here's a gift. I love you. Can I help you in the kitchen? I love you. And sitting down and talking about meaningful things, getting into deep discussions and getting to know a person is outside their comfort zone. And so I would encourage your wife to understand that maybe mother-in-law, your mom, is expressing love in ways that are different love language than hers. And in that process to be able to connect um, and, and just talk about it, you know. But when we have this expectation and tension thing clear in our heads, it makes a difference. All right, let's see if we can get Lee on. Uh, Leo, we're running out of time, but go ahead. I think you have a comment for us. Go right ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to offer some hope to all the listeners. I've been listening about in-laws, and my mother-in-law and I spent many years having a very contentious relationship um, to the point where I wouldn't even go to her home. And then as God and I worked on my heart, and my husband and I learned how to communicate about things, now, 10 years later, um, she is part of my daily life, and I couldn't do it without her. Mm. And I'm so thankful for her. Um, I had my son pass away like a year ago. And she would show up at my house when no one else was there and just fold my laundry and talk to me and expect nothing of me. So literally huge healing. Well, what what were some of the things? Sounds like very practical, hands-on, I'm loving you, showing love for you. What were some other things that helped, do you think, to heal your relationship? Yeah, some of it was my husband and I had to learn how to be married, and I had to learn what to take to him and what to keep between her and I. Um, Some of it was my pride. I didn't like her to come to my house and show up and do things because I felt like it implied that I wasn't. Mm. Um, And sometimes it was learning how to say, this does hurt my feelings, and other times letting it go, like, She'll buy my husband cars for his birthday, and I'll get, a, you know, a $25 gift card um, <laughs> and really extravagant differences. So she buys a card, and she buys him a car? Yes. <laughs> yeah, really extreme things. And sometimes just wow. learning to be happy for my husband and that <laughs> kind of I got a car, too, and letting it go. <laughs> well, you look at it this way. You got 50% of a car. That's not bad. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. What I what I hear you yeah. saying though, Leah, seriously, is that there's a perspective on you've grown you've grown up and, and I tell people marriage is for grown ups and you've grown up to the fact that your mother in law is who she is and this idea we're gonna change our husband or our wife is ridiculous and certainly less so an in law. And the fact that you've accepted her, loved her for who she is, knowing that her intentions are good. I really think if we think about this intention and expectation thing, I mean, just spend a few minutes and ask yourself, are the things that your in-laws do, are their intentions really good or are they really bad? Now, if they're really bad and they're evil, now come on, I, you know what I mean by that, as opposed to you may not just agree with them or you wish they'd back off or whatever, but are their intentions honorable, loving, Christian, positive? Are they the things that, well, they're, they're good intentions? If that's the case, even though your expectations are different, then I think Leah gives you a good response to it. Learn to accept some things. Learn to talk, as she did with her mother-in-law, when you need to put boundaries in place. But take it for what it is. The intentions and the expectations can be a point of great learning and growth and maturity or can be a point of, of great difficulty and pain in a relationship. We're out of time, but our phone lines are jammed, and we're going to leave them open. We're going to continue to record this for later. Give us a call, 888-888-1717, and we'll see you next time right here at Intentional Living.